podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Okay, parachutes ready. Boy, the things I go through to get auto loan rates as low as 0.99% APR for 60 months on new vehicles with PenFed. You are aware that you don't have to be a military member to save hundreds on your auto loan, aren't you? Anyone can join PenFed. As someone terrified of heights, I probably should have looked into that. Probably. Drop me off at the shore. PenFed Credit Union. Visit PenFed.org slash autos or call 1-800-247-5626. Advertised rates available through the PenFed car buying service. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed, insured by NCUA. So let's say you're into yoga or Pilates, or maybe you dabble in gymnastics like me. Either way, you know being flexible is key to doing what you love. That's why Smoothie King created this stretch and flex smoothie for people like us with whole fruits and organic veggies, plus type 2 collagen. Make it part of your daily fitness routine to support flexibility and joint health. So try the stretch and flex smoothie in tart cherry or pineapple kale. Order online today for pickup or delivery. Smoothie King, rule the day. On tonight's show, the group stages are almost done. Transfer rumours for LFC are resurfacing as all the English players head home after what Haji no doubt deemed a successful tournament. We look at the other early fallers and the various issues that have really caught our attention in this World Cup. We look also at those Luis Suarez rumours and the incredible sense of deja vu being experienced by us all. And we finish up discussing what we did on our fortnight off. All right, just in the bunker then tonight... um, no Skype, no nothing, just a room full of lads. We've got Paul Brennan, we've got Steve Daly, got Dave Thomas, got Phil Casey and myself. And we are going to talk about whatever the hell comes up. And the first thing that we're going to talk about is the World Cup, uh, which is basically on everybody's TV. So who's catching your eye? Um, with everything to play for going into this last round of matches, who do you fancy, Dave? Uh, I still think that a couple of the big teams are, are still to come to the fore. So I think... Uh, you'd be foolish to write off Argentina, uh, mm. particularly with you know Messi looking like he's gaining confidence game after game. But so far, you know, got to be impressed with the Dutch. Mm. You know, three wins. Uh, I thought I, I thought their demolition of Spain was a little overcooked. You know, I think that uh, if Silva scores his chance, it's two 0 to Spain, and you know it's a different competition then. But you know they play great counter attack in football. Uh, Van Gaal has impressed me. You know, he's changed his team and his tactics in every game. He's made great substitutions. So uh, the Dutch have looked good. That's but a worry, isn't it? It is a worry. I mean, mm. well, yeah, but you won't have the Dutch squad at United next yeah. season, so I'm not that worried. You might do. We'll have them all apparently, which is, you know, there's a real upgrade there. Yeah. But of all the teams that have been impressed, I think enough. France have been the best. I think mm. front to back, France have looked the best mm. The best team. I think they've looked mm. defensively sound. Their midfield looks absolutely outstanding. And they've got probably the informed striker in, in, in Benzema in terms of the all-round game. Mm. Uh, so if I, was, if I was a betting man, I'd either go Argentina or France. Argentina or France. Paul, have you any, I think, different or contradictory to that? Yeah, France surprised me. Like, I, I 
just ignore international football basically most of the time. But it's That's right. ideal for this podcast. Yeah, it's going to make an excellent pod. Well, you are Irish, so you know. Well, France surprised me. France there, but... Well, uh... <laughs> <laughs> You're taking them on the merits there. <laughs> France, look, France look absolutely brilliant. Like, all, just all around brilliant team. Um, Holland, like, as well, like Dave says, Holland, they look really dangerous. And Van Hal, like, he, he kind of gets the best out of Van Persie, hmm. which that's kind of worrying for next season. And then, yeah, Argentina have looked really kind of laboured, but Messi still just kind of, he's still there making the difference, so... Mm. Um, yeah, they'd have to kind of like they need Aguero, I think, to step up a bit mm. more. But like, if if they get it right, then they'd be really dangerous. So, someone throws you twenty euro. Who are you going to put on? Um, I'd go France so far. You go France the way they're the way they're playing. I think all round they look brilliant. Like okay. that that midfield is ridiculous. Yeah, there's a lot of depth there. They've Sacco at the back. Yeah, so. that's true. That's true. Does anyone know anything about that injury that he picked up last day? Anyone here anything was more it about a that? Toy injury, was it? Yeah, apparently he went off. I just I missed that particular. He seems that that would be a concern like for us heading into the next season. He does seem to pick up injuries, doesn't just he? So a bit. Like a, just a it's bit. a strange one because, um, but at the same time, as the lads are saying, there's depth in that French squad. Yeah, yeah, especially uh, in midfield, it's, it's yeah. incredible. I think straight after the match, they thought he was going to be okay for their third game. Yeah, but I think they're gonna they're gonna leave him out. I think. I think I saw something today that he was okay. Like mm. he'll probably miss the third game. But they'll bring Koscielny in, and that's a, that's a pretty good. Well, all the Arsenal fans think that uh, Koscielny should be started anyway. They're going fucking mental onto it. Though. They oh do, God. they do love a bit of Koscielny, those guys. Like, yeah, you know? um, Steve O, now that you're um, back from looking at pictures of uh, Casillas' as missus, what's your. Um, Listen, she is delicious. <laughs> 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 okay, hey, mate, nobody's blaming delicious. you. Nobody's blaming you. You're sharing. lucky I'm still at the, not on the jacks. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I'll be honest, I started out. Um, before the tournament I backed Germany and Spain mm. both 7-1 to one, I think yeah. um, and then I, coming up to the France game first match against Honduras the um, thing that really impressed me about them was normally Honduras came out to absolutely brutalise them from the first minute to the last minute mm. they kicked seven shades of shit out of them mm. and the thing that really impressed me was that France didn't react. Mm-hmm. Every time they took the kick, well, okay, I say that, and Pogba got booked for that little petulant kick. But you know what? I, you know, if if the referee had dealt with it right and seen it when he did, it could have been a red card before Pogba even picked up a yellow for it. Do you yeah, know what I mean? Yeah, it was a horrible yeah. stamp, and and you can't nearly blame anybody for a reactionary um, moment like that. But um, straight after the game, I won a shed load of money that night actually because I'd backed a load of stuff in the France game. Yeah. Six of the seven bets came up, and um, and then I backed them at sixteen to one after the match. They were sixteen to one, so I backed them. I just I just thought, for, you know, in terms of. Loris, great keeper. Watched the back four, mm. looked composed. Varane just looks an absolutely majestic. Doesn't he? He's oh, just, he he's, just, he's, he's just like he, he's like what you used to think of Maldini. Now maybe I'm going a little bit over the top because he still has to do a lot to reach the heights. Or, obviously, or Martin Kelly. did, or Martin, or, or Martin, or Martin, or Martin Kelly. Kelly. As, as you, now that you mention it, I did forget, <laughs> I did forget about the because that's the order, right? Oh, Maldini, yeah. Martin, Martin Kelly, Kelly yeah. all everyone else. Defenders, one, of, yeah. one of the all-time worst shouts. Podcast history. Um, but in in seriousness, yeah, he looks he looks absolutely um, he looks brilliant. You know, I would and, say him and maybe Thiago Silva, the two st- defenders of the tournament. So far. Um, yeah, I, I think yeah. Silva's a bit ragged. Oh, yeah. I like him. I, I like think he's a bit honestly. ragged. Don't get me wrong. I would yeah. I would have Silva in alongside him ahead of Sacco. You yeah. know what I mean? If you were yeah, picking yeah, a back oh, four, geez, but, I think he's fantastic. but um, 
But yeah, you know, he looked excellent. As we've all said, their midfield, and this is a midfield without Ribery. Mm. Yeah. You have to remember that. You know, so what you're I mean? all you're all, all in on France. Yeah, yeah, no, I am. I really like them. Um, and and yeah, uh, you know, I'm not that pushed by Brazil. I haven't been that bothered. But I have I have Argentina in the sweepstake. I mean, mm. so obviously I'm cheering for. If them. you were the world's unluckiest man, and uh, your work sweepstake came in, and you thought you'd done really well, what team do you think you would have got? Spain. Yeah. Yeah. Who do you think that man is? I, I would point towards yourself. That's myself, sure. yeah. Very nice. And, Phil. And congratulations. Thanks, mate. <laughs> who, 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 are you, who are you all in for? It's hard to know. As, as a veteran of many World Cups at this stage. Yeah, how many caps yeah. have you got? You. Well. <laughs> <laughs> World Cup caps. As a veteran of many uh, episodes of EastEnders, I've uh, seen the '82, the '86, the '90, the '94, '98, no, 2002, no. 2006. So you've been born for a certain number of years. Yeah, yeah. 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 Having been alive, I haven't seen many. I watched the tournament change as we tell you what's happening now. Um, hey, where are you going with this? I, I, hang on a second. What age are you? Twenty-seven. Thirty-seven. Mm-hmm. So. But that's why I didn't say the 78. Hang on, you've been, 30, you've, been 30, you've been 37 as long as I've known you. Not, <laughs> I am, you're not 37. Hang on a second, fella. Like the wizard hang on a second. You're not 37. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm 37 in Trevor years. Well, um, <laughs> that's fair. Right? The, um, no, I, 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 I'm always worried about going for a team that's shown such good form and such power in, in the group stages. Yeah, yeah, because they, they, uh, they never tend to actually win the actual tournaments. Mm. The ones that are impressing me are potentially Belgium and Colombia. Right. Yeah. Because they're, they're winning their games without being particularly brilliant. Now, I actually think Colombia have been very effective in their games. They've been ruthless in the way they, they've won the matches. But um, they're a banana shape to win it, aren't they? Well, you know, again, we're in South America. The stats would say to you... We're not, you know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we are. Can you not hear the drums outside? Oh, yeah. Live from Rio. <laughs> Steve Oyster. It is Samba time. He's a veteran, he knows. Fuck it. He gets a bit of a tan. <laughs> well, no, I just think, yeah, they're, they're showing that sort of efficiency in getting through the group. Um, you know, they're safely through, they're winning their games, and they have. The, the foot now to do something in the knockout stage when you get into the knockout tournament the knockout part of the tournament anything can happen to be like, fair their group was kind of pissy though yeah. you know yeah. what I mean so oh, no, I wouldn't be yeah, jizzing but, my but, pants but over they, they, at, the, at the same time like you look at Spain you would have said Spain would have cruised through that group handily enough in terms mm. of who they were playing against given the form that they've shown over the last 12 years or so like so you know they have sort of stood out and said okay they've they've definitely stood up for their tags of dark horses in the tournament as France have done as well because mm. France have been very again similar very efficient rootless in the way they've done it so I've no issues there in saying that France have looked good What was your group again the, group, the dark horses group The dark horse group was the French France and I told you were a dark horse to win it <laughs> good work by you know, yeah. um, And their jerseys The jerseys uh, have been That a kit ma- is magic French normally have a decent That kit, zip yeah. up top they wear out But the Brazilians the Brazilians They've been it's been thrown out that they're playing a bit like Chelsea in the way that, that they've got. Like they aren't the free flown Brazilian teams that were used to. And Scolari's team in two thousand and two wasn't a free flown. They've Brazilian got no team. forward. No, they don't. And that that None. could that could ultimately be their own undoing. But at the same time, all it takes is Fred or one of them to get on a run of goals in the knockout stages, and then they're in the final. Fred. Mm. Fred. <laughs> <laughs> better chance of Fred Flintstone scoring <laughs> fucking goal. You know, he is a no, but you know, th- th- this is what I'm saying. Like th- those teams are making their way through the groups, and when they get into the knockout stages, that's when potentially start team performance has been put in um, well, we, you, you, this is kind of leading us on to the next little thing I want to talk about what's the story with impressive teams or so called big teams and the way they're struggling in their second match well, the, what do you think that's about see that I, I was going to mention Germany because the first game 
they were just unbelievable. Mm. But the amount of running that they did in that game, the amount it seemed to really affect them in the second game, and they mm. couldn't put the same level of of energy into the actual match itself. And I think the conditions are probably being not talked about as much as they should be in terms of the way teams are actually performing. So mm. some teams are coping with the conditions definitely better than the others. And I'm not quite sure how. I think like you're looking at say Holland they weren't that impressive in in their game against exactly. Australia like you know what I mean they they, they destroyed um, Spain in the first one they, they were very good against Chile again today Italy too and managed to get through just managed to get through scrape by in the actual Australia game Italy I, I didn't see all of the I didn't see all of the Australia game but does that come down to the Australians being similar to the Americans in just having an absolute winning mentality they know they're not going to really achieve anything mm. but but they go out there and and they will give it their mm. all for 90 minutes Set up well, and yeah. to be fair Spain bent over they did yeah. you know what I mean there's no yeah. doubt in that yeah. they they just didn't I once know. they went 2-3-0 or well sorry 2-3-1 down um, that was it game over they just didn't want to know about it anymore it was just like get us off this pitch whereas just, the Australians weren't the, yeah. against Chile they didn't do that no. against uh, you know I didn't see the match tonight now but against uh, against Holland for the bits of the game that I saw they I didn't did, do that either a great show yeah, yeah. but yeah. I, I think I, but I genuinely think the conditions are affecting some of the teams and I think mm. see, even Argentina they looked so laboured in, in, in their second match there like you know they struggled to get that win mm. against the, the, the against who was it again Algeria <laughs> Oh my Christ! Is Iran, 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 Iran. Um, edit. <laughs> Hang on a second. I struggled to get that win against Iran. <laughs> and, uh, no, but like you know, and it takes a bit of brilliance from Messi right at the death mm. to win the actual match. And in fairness, Messi had a there wasn't very too much brilliance game. before he had that. No, being very, very quiet. In a, but the other <coughs> thing is as well, you know, part of it could be that they don't need to win the second game. You win the first game. Mm. You probably only need a draw in the second yeah, game, then you yeah, win the yeah. third. Or, you know, you go through a stop. So, four points gets you through. Yeah. Mm. So, I think if you win the first game, I think mentally, everyone goes a little bit more conservative in the second game. Mm. And says, okay, well, look, let's just, mm. you know, let's play for the draw. L- listen, before we go any further, there's something that's been on my mind about this tournament since it started. I just want to throw it out there and see what you guys think. I keep hearing this phrase, at this level. Do you know what I mean? If yeah. you're going to compete at this level. And it's sticking in my craw, because as far as I can see, the level that we're watching, it's much lower than the top end of the Premier League. It's much lower than Champions League. You're talking about teams that are put together in journeymen, old lads, young lads. It's just a cliche. It's, it's a nonsense. Cliche. It's a cliche that was, that was relevant up to, say, the 1994 it's, World it's Cup. It's accepted and, and it's wisdom. Now, yeah, I know. It's yeah, nonsense. It's, 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 you know what it is? It's, they may as well say, you know, to compete when you've thrown these bunch of lads together four weeks ago. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because yeah. that's truthfully what it is. Well, it is. It's, it's, like, it's like asking people to play the FA Cup Mm. within the first four, four weeks. weeks of the season mm. you know what I mean I, I know that's a silly analogy but I'm just saying it's like asking yeah. or it's like starting you know the starting the Champions League in August and and not having that gap running it right you know it's you, and even at that, that that that's not even relevant because well, in a nutshell it's if you want to look at it in a nutshell it's the difference between Henderson and Gerrard and someone else and Henderson and Gerrard and someone else when they're playing for Liverpool and no, playing for England no, one guy we'll deal with that later but it's not though it, it in terms of the way it's set up like, that's my point it, it, it's your managers and stuff like that that's my point like, and that, that's all to do with I, the I level still, I still think look when, when the top teams play each other it, it's elite level football it's, 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 it's probably Champions a, League yeah, it's, you're at knockout stages of the Champions League because it's the same players who are involved in the Champions League but as Steve said there's, there's a valid point that you don't get the intensity in a, in a four week tournament that you get over when a competition is spread over six or seven months and the funny thing is you nearly should get more intensity in a four week tournament because yeah. mm-hmm. it's 
it's all or nothing in those four yeah. weeks. But it's in not. Theory, yeah. It's you know, well, it's an anticlimax every time for me personally. You know, I, I, I mean? I, I, although this I, is a I good one, right? Great World Cup. This is a good tournament. Best in a long, long time. Yeah, I don't. I'm not necessarily. I think. I think that's overused at the minute now. How amazing this World Cup is. Yeah, I do. Like, you know what I mean? You've watched. An Iran Ireland style against Russia team put their backs mm. to the wall against Argentina. You know, okay, Germany Ghana was a good game. I think um, I've only been bored twice, Steve. And that's not bad. Like for like I've seen a lot of matches. This. I, I've liked Stop a lot. Watching England. Well, you have I, st- I don't like international football. You, you, generally. Yeah, but, you haven't been yeah, watching many of the fucking eleven o'clock games at night, have you? Then well, no, actually, that's a good my shout. God, yeah. how I've stayed awake for them. Yeah, a lot of the late ones. Korea against up. fucking. But, the, but they're obviously oh, tired because um, it's eleven o'clock at night, like. Well, that's true. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> this is what you're paid the big bucks for these kind of fucking insights. The Paul, you okay, said at this sorry, level, Russia, it was. Yeah, that was one thing. That was shocking. Yeah, but just, shit. Like again, you're going to have bad games with so many games going on. It's just mm. it's a matter of matter. Of yeah, I think I think the the reason why this tournament is probably um, people have enjoyed it more than than normal is because there's a lot more goals being scored and that's more down to shit defending than it is to yes. necessarily yeah. brilliant football mm. but like once you get a tournament with loads of goals going on there's always something happening and there's always the, the likelihood of a mistake that's going to lead to a goal and that's why it's more enjoyable think back to the 94 World Cup when teams basically just set up like rugby teams and fucking break just, us down and break yeah. us down yeah. and it was long ball and everything and it was disgusting yeah. Like yeah. it was one of the worst World Cups I can remember even the 02 World Cup was, was, was a shit there's, shit the, kick-off, there's the kick-off times as well you have to remember people are enjoying it because the first game's at five o'clock, so most people are getting home to see at least the second half of the game, and then they're getting so they're the eight o'clock game in, and then yeah. they're getting the but they're getting to see more of it. Yeah, so they feel like it's a better World Cup. You yeah. know what I mean? Like if you've yeah, got games so. at two o'clock, you're catching the highlights, or you're catching a bit of it because you were in work or whatever it may yeah. be. I think just the timing of the games in this World Cup has been absolutely spot on. I think it is a better World Cup, though. I mean, certainly better than in 2010. Yeah, mm-hmm. I didn't. Like you know, and I think that uh, I think one of the reasons it's uh, it's proven so. Uh, enjoyable is that there are genuine surprises. Mm. Like nobody saw Spain going out. No. You know, nobody really saw Chile come in. You know what I mean? Nobody Costa Rica saw Ghana, shock, yeah. Costa Rica. Yeah. I mean, nobody saw Ghana taking Germany on. I mean, you know, mm. the, these are and that's part of the beauty of international football is, you know, unless you're someone, you know, and we all know people like this who claim to stay up all night watching every type of football game ever. Mm. There's always some wank. You know, there's show, always some there? person on Twitter who's seen everyone all the time, all the time. You know, we don't know about these players. You know, now, you know, the coaches should know about these players, but we don't know about some of these teams that are that are turning up and, you know, we don't know about the left back from fucking Costa Rica who turns out well, to be you don't, Dave. You don't. Well, I don't. Some yeah, exactly. Do. I, you know, I have, have other things to do. Like sleep. But there's more surprises, I guess, is my point. So I think that's yeah. what's, that's what's um, exciting about it. And I think we forget as well, because there's so much time in between tournaments, I think we mm. forget that these things do happen in World Cups. You do get surprised. What about that shout that Phil had there about the standard of the goals being mostly down to bad defending? I can think of... Jones's goal for America I can think of Messi's hit I can't think of too many other outstanding individual wonderful hits um, Cahill's volley terrible. oh Cahill's is magic Cahill's volley <sighs> well you must be having a cardiac with all the goalkeeping errors that's going on I mean there's, <laughs> there's not a good you know, goalkeeper surprisingly there. right for the actual good goalkeepers are, are really standing out in the tournament like I'm yeah. really impressed with uh, Claudio Bravo and goal for Chile Achoa Achoa I always thought Achoa is having the crack what the fuck have you seen his misses I wouldn't give a fuck about any goals I 
Like, he's going, I am not spending another day here when I could be fucking that. <laughs> I tell you, in that uh, Korea-Russia game, did you see, is it Akinfeev? Yes. Mm. Did you see him? Oh, my God. That's, that's splendid. That's, you know, that's up there with the Nigeria OG before the game, before the World Cup. Was it again? Who was that against? Against Scotland, that one. But best, like, you, you look, you look at the, the top goalkeepers are really and because of the mistakes they are really standing out like mm. you know the, the ones who are comfortable coming for crosses who are good with their feet they just they, they look so many levels above the other goalkeepers in the tournament that you realise how important a really good goalkeeper in, you in mentioned that Achua fella before as a bit of a nutter did you or am I getting that wrong no no you did I said, you mentioned him as backup I said I said he will be great competition ago. and I said at the yeah. time we were going for him and Mignolet and I think the price being quoted for him at that time was 5 million and quid. who's he with? Jassio in France that is, and he's out of contract now now I know we're going to talk about this later on but that's one of the massive flaws of the TV coverage is they don't say the name of the bloody club that the player's with and to get back to what Dave's saying that's a real that's a real flaw for me like I don't know who these guys are yeah. or who they're with he's, we, should look, though is an or- I should do yeah. <laughs> Ochoa is, is an unorthodox goalkeeper but he's been like Mexico's number one for a good while at this stage mm, right? and you, yeah. you, you're not a bad goalkeeper if you're, play, if you're, you're number one for your country mm. bar the fellas who are shit <laughs> <laughs> At this level, though, you are right. Yeah, at to this be, level, to be a goalkeeper at this level. <laughs> at this level. <laughs> well, no, like you know, it wasn't surprising the game that he had against Brazil because he's he's capable. Of that. I remember watching uh, Jassio against PSG in, in Jordan the year, um, and he had an absolute blinder that night. PSG did absolutely everything. He was just stopping stuff, stuff that he'd no right to stop. Do you, do you watch the French football a lot? What do? a men- what a mental goalkeeper, <laughs> yeah. just stopping stuff. <laughs> no, but like, using his hands. <laughs> But he, a bit like Mignolet when he makes those incredible saves that he has no right mm. to get to he's, the cap- he's capable of that I just think he, he, again if you're comparing goalkeepers you know does he catch a ball outside the six yard box he does mm. he does <laughs> but look, if, if, if you want if you, if you want one of the best footballing goalkeepers in the World Cup you're looking at your man Claudio Bravo for Chile when you look at the way he's playing if you were going to say who would be your archetypal sort of Barcelona type goalkeeper in the World Cup he's your man the way he, he's so comfortable with the ball at his feet the way he's able to play it out and he's been brilliant comfort. like he's dominated the area as well so yeah look some great goalkeepers some really shit goalkeepers World Cup's great apart from the keepers Paul you're saying that you're enjoying this uh, unusually uh, given that you don't really like international football who's standing out for you is, is it just the obvious is, is it is it Suarez yeah basically yeah it's like the likes of himself um, fuck off <laughs> no do <laughs> sorry <laughs> I said that again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, Suarez. <laughs> <laughs> no, obviously, then, like, what he did to England was just absolutely brilliant. Like, yeah. um, there's just, it's, it's that, you know, the, the vine going around of Hudson, because there's a lot of kind of. Uh, oh. <laughs> there's so many oh, of them. That vine. <laughs> no, no, but, like, you mean the one where he just puts his head down, yeah, like, he's just. Because there's a lot of debate over this, like, whether he's, he's kind of looking at Rooney scoring, like, missing a chance, or whether it's, like, that's his actual reaction. Like, you know, smiling as Suarez is bearing down on goal and smashes it in, and then, oh. you know, someone flips his off switch and just kind of shuts down. Yeah. But, yeah, that was another highlight. But, yeah, Suarez. <laughs> Suarez Van Persie was brilliant against um, Spain I, I didn't see much of the Australia game and uh, Messi like Messi I think he could I think he could click into gear yeah. he, he looked a bit kind of disinterested but um, mm. what's going on? I, th- I think he could in the knockouts uh, outside, of, outside of Messi Robin, and Rob, for me. Robin, Robin yeah, oh, yeah. Robin, like 
I've, I've asked this question a few times, even in, when we've been watching Champions League and stuff. How did Chelsea let him go so mm. many years ago? Well, I know the actual Well, he went to Real Madrid, didn't he? So. Yeah, but still, you know what I mean? Like, How did Madrid how, let him go? Yeah, you know what I mean? Mm. Then why didn't Chelsea buy him back? You know what yeah. I mean? Like, I know he went to Bayern Munich. Like, it's not like he's been going to shit clubs, <laughs> don't get me wrong. Yeah. But I'm just saying, the lad has seemed like he was 35 for the last 10 years, and he's mm. still only, whatever, 32 now. He does look he's like, like yeah. a speed record or something, didn't he? He's, yeah. Like, that... This, that, that was everybody banged on about Bale that goal against Atletico that he scored was it against Atletico wasn't it that he scored the goal yeah. mm. um, when he went around the outside he fucking went into the dugout and up over the first row of the stands <laughs> and back onto the pitch again yeah. Um, yeah. but like that that goal that Robin scored mm. against Spain the app, the speed of him is just electrifying mm. and I, I just love watching him play he's 30 like, Steve I think, he, he, I, I think he looks the fittest player uh, on that team I love him I, yeah. I tell you if, if I know it's not going to happen but for Liverpool to sign somebody, when we're talking about, you know, sort of that wing forward kind of player, mm. he's, I would absolutely love us to sign him. Yeah. So for you, he's the outstanding. Yeah, for me, he's been the, pl- he's been the player I've enjoyed watching most uh, so far. I have to say, yet again, uh, you know, I've, no, nothing may be spectacular, but I've just really enjoyed watching France play. Mm-hmm. I, I and I think fair play to Deschamps because there doesn't seem to be the yeah. ego there. Doesn't seem to be anything. I think even French fans are surprised by the standard of some of the people, like uh, the performance of Sissoko the other night. People were taken aback by that. The, yeah. uh, the, this kid, uh, what's the guy we were linked with? The other midfielder, Valbuena. Uh, no, not Valbuena. Um, oh, uh, yeah, Matuidi. Yeah, uh, He, like you know, and, and yeah, I think Matuidi. French people themselves are genuinely surprised by the standard of these guys. Mm. Um, they seem to have immense depth there. But what about you, Dave? Is there anyone standing out for you? Outside of the bigger teams, which obviously you know we've all kind of talked about, I think uh, to be fair, Clint Dempsey has had a very good World Cup. Like, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. He scored a great goal in the first game. Played well for the, the, the United States. Have actually looked pretty good. Mm-hmm. Uh, the man Black and Decker has been good for them as well. Yeah, and I, <laughs> uh, yeah, and yeah. I is that the dreadlock? Yeah, yeah, the yeah, fellow yeah, with the dreadlock. Yeah. I, uh, you know, I, I, I think even uh, watching the Ghana game. Against uh, against Germany, I mean, I thought that uh, their athleticism in the in the final third was unbelievable. I mean, you know, Germany have played really well as well. Muller, you know, he's probably oh, going to be just he's such an intelligent forward, oh isn't God. he? Like in reality, he's just he's, he's incredibly. Yeah, intelligent. He looks like he's a painter and a decorator. He doesn't look like, <laughs> like what what we're we're Steve was talking about Robin there. Muller's my shout for the dream signing from this World Cup. That's who yeah. I want. Mm. I'd I I say I, anyone. And he looks I'd like the want. alphabet killer out of Beverly Hills Cup too, as well. Wonderful. <laughs> 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 Can you imagine, like every or nearly every decent footballer at this World Cup, Damo Flood's been shouting how much he hates them. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that Muller's good. He's a prick. <laughs> what, the, what do you think of Robin? He's only a cunt. <laughs> okay, they were into the Lucas basket, which <laughs> yeah, is yeah. Benzema's yeah. looking really good as well now. Yeah. He's yeah. not fat anymore. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's, that's... he is the French Ronaldo, isn't he? Like in yeah. terms of you know when he's trim and all he's just he, he's explosive he has mm. that same sort of strike. Like Ronaldo. No, yeah, the real one. Yeah, yeah, real yeah. Ronaldo. Yeah. Actual Ronaldo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The um, yeah. Uh, for me, James Rodriguez off Colombia. Yes. I thought he's been absolutely excellent. James. Yeah. Did you uh, think so in the first game? I love that. Yeah. Well, like, uh, the first Colombian game, he, uh, fair enough. Like he 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 was. He was reasonable, but they, you know, I think they were lucky to win that first match. To be honest with you, you know, second game, yeah, he ran the show. To yeah. be fair to him, and and he does look a signing. That's what it was. 
he was part of the Moutinho yeah, deal, wasn't yes, he? Yes, yeah. That's yeah. Or I was thinking to myself earlier on what what were what were the ones that RT were fucking up on, and they were talking about how he was part of the Falcao. most of them. The Falcao. How he was part of the Falcao deal, and ah, I was yeah. just going, boys, it was a year before that they signed for him. He's been playing a season wasn't longer it, than Falcao. Wasn't he? Um, he's all part of that George Mendes. Connection like that's where Falcao has their um, Moutinho's at Monaco. You've got Hamid Rodriguez, an, agent, is it? Yeah, 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 he's yeah, the he's super Mourinho's agent. agent, he's yeah, Mourinho's yeah. agent as yeah, well. Yeah, yeah. Um, Ronaldo's an agent, he's the fellow who's who sorted out that Bebe to United, yeah, 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 yeah. He's a legend, isn't he? Which is meant to be <laughs> having, having the crack. <laughs> I've got this great lad, <laughs> Bebe. Wait till you see him, he's up there with Sonny Anderson, <laughs> uh, Dave. Uh, Merslev closer. <laughs> what are you thinking? Um, can he can he possibly go on if the team goes on to blitz this record altogether? I mean, closer. Like he's still the man for them in many ways. Well, he he is and he isn't. Do you know mm. what I mean? He's the man if you need someone to goal hang. Like do you know what I mean? Mm. Six yards away from goal and yeah, you know, stick a leg out. I mean, he's made a career. You know, statistically, you can't argue with a guy. But he's probably the worst best or the worst good footballer I've ever seen. Yeah. I mean, I, the hatching well, he, I'd say he yeah. couldn't. He, he took in Zaggy's crown. Did he? well, he's Zaggy. in Zaggy without the pace. Yeah. You know what I mean? He's like in Zaggy. But with less offsides. With less offsides, but less about him. I'm just, you know, I actually think it would be a bit sad if he ended up being, oh, he is the joint top scorer, he is. right? Yeah. You know, and if he, he ended is. up being the outright joint but top But for, for a 52-year-old, it's fucking fierce and <laughs> yeah. what he's getting <laughs> I mean, considering he's 10 years younger than Trev, I think he's doing pretty well. <laughs> he's doing all right, he is. I know, but in all seriousness, I mean, to have that longevity in a team like Germany, mm. who, you know, let's be honest, they're not short on. He's not Robbie talent. Keane, is what you're uh, He's playing for Germany, he's gone to the World Cup, and he scored. Mm. Uh, you know, you've got to take your hat off to him. I think, I think what Closer does um, really well is that the German team sometimes look like a team that needs a striker because if you think of the way like say the Dortmund, Dortmund set up focal or, point wise yeah, yeah yeah because all of a sudden all the good play that they have around the box it's exactly as I say when the ball goes in there he's there he's ready for a rebound he's, he's ready to get on the end of the thing and that's where he gets so many even his goal like again, the other night you know it's 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 like that Solskjaer goal from the 99 cup final it's, where, in, it's instinct yeah, yeah. it's, it's, it's just, just just following it in well, yeah, yeah just, it was heading in anyway wasn't it he kind of yeah, steams and it, and it, 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 that's mine that's mine that's mine <laughs> a severe hint to Craig Johnson from the 86 FA Cup final when you're going he's like a he's like a special teams player in American yeah. football you know what I mean he's the type of you know if you if you played like that in, in football you'd say for the last seven minutes you throw him on and you'd say don't move from there because we're just going to th- throw all these balls in the and box and that's what he did and that's what he did yeah. you know that's the type of player he is but he doesn't fit into any modern starting system do you mm. know what I mean so mm. I, you couldn't imagine a player like that coming along again would, but you'd hate if, if you're playing against them you'd hate to see him coming off the bench you because would, you know because it's, 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 it just sets fear into the team it's well, like just gone, here's a goal yeah. Yeah. yeah, bollocks. Yeah. <laughs> Here's a goal. Oh, it's your man again. <laughs> Worst celebration like, like, ever, though. You know, tried to do a somersault, landed on his ass. Oh, you know what I mean? He fucking broke his <laughs> The only man to equal yeah. the record and, and fucking be paralysed at the same time. Yeah, yeah, that's unfortunate. I'm done. Uh, well, look, we're, we're kind of skirting around the issue here. I suppose we've spoken about a few players here uh, individually. There are a lot of them who are we've already said we would like there are a lot of them who are actually being overtly linked to Liverpool um, of those players um, who do we think is impressed I suppose we start off with the obvious one that all the talk about is today uh, Alexis Sanchez um, anyone any strong opinions about this kid? 
Well, Sanchez, before he went to the World Cup, was already a player that everyone knew. So, mm. you know, he, he, he filled a void when Messi was injured for Barcelona this season. He's, he's a top-class player, like, you know mm. what I mean? He's, and he, what, he's 25, so he still has three, four years more progression to go. And you can see him, even watching tonight against Holland, if anything was going to happen, it was going to happen through Sanchez in terms of what was, what, what was going on for Chile. Um, so, like, to be linked with him, regardless of what people think, like, to be linked with him, it's, it's, a, it's a great... Um, sign of where we've come to now that we're now in the market for that type of player um, yeah. doesn't it also speak to a horrible reality that if we are going to be linked with that kid the likelihood is there's somebody going in the opposite direction that we don't want to really talk about well I know we're going to talk about it later but like you know it's all what's ifs and whens until something happens hmm. but like we're talking about players who've impressed us who've been rumoured yeah. targets again you could say the same for Varane being included in a deal that, that would see him going to Real Madrid it's been talked that Liverpool were interested in him because he would fill a, a phenomenal void Steve, just came there. No, but like you know, if you had Sacco and, and Varane as your centre back partnership, partnership, holy shit! Like yeah. that, you know, that's immense. You know what I mean? Um, it, 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 immediately, your defence is a lot stronger for, for than what it is at this moment in time. Mm-hmm. Um, there's loads of right backs. Every single right back in in, in the World Cup has been. <laughs> Been he said, we're going to come to Johnson, we're going to come. I can see you working away up there. Oh, let's talk about right-backs, let's talk about Build your way up to it. Even Sampaoli, the Chile manager, has been brilliant at right-backs. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, Do you see the amount of touchline covering he's been doing? That's just been fantastic. Oh, he's brilliant. He's, oh, he's, he's very mobile, very mobile. Yeah, yeah. And he's fit-looking as well. I heard he can defend a crossfield ball as well. <laughs> <laughs> Sanchez is excellent, and, and he's been excellent in the two games that I've seen him in so far um, the one thing I'd say is I'm actually wondering why people are so worried about players going in the opposite direction mm. you know we're now in a position whereby someone doesn't have to go in the opposite direction for us to sign a player of that calibre yeah. and they shouldn't be going in the opposite direction for us to sign well, someone of that sure. calibre yeah. you know this is the season when we, we've done everything uh, when I say we um, I had very little to do with it to be fair um, but the, <laughs> well, no, you were the, the team, Brendan tips during the team the team have done everything that's, that, that could have been asked of them in terms mm. of expectations from the board and more mm. Okay, so forget about the fact that we, we lost the league very late in this season that was just an added bonus and it's still a disappointment that it happened but the truth is we finished second guaranteed qualification with the Champions League mm. no no uh, qualifying or anything like that in terms mm. of pre, pre-rounds pre this has to be when the, we're backed when the manager is backed with the type of money and type of quality that, that has been promised by them since day one you know what yeah. I mean we haven't been able to deliver Champions League football until they, since they came in mm. and, and that's fair enough so, so no one could expect the sort of output um, on transfers during that time if any of us that were expecting that sort of man, mad money to be spent were just delusional it was hope mm. rather than reality or, or which which leads us to a situation where we now have a little bit of hope uh, that money will be spent and we can talk about those those, those transfer targets a little bit later but in terms of just just the, the area we're talking about there players apart from Sanchez have, yeah, is there anybody else that, you, that, that has been overtly linked yeah, to the club I mean Muller yeah. Um, but, you know Benzema absolutely but know. these are all fanciful ones I mean there are actually been tangible rumours about well I'm going to be controversial and Go say on. that I uh, I think Leverance break pretty well but oh yeah that is controversial well I, I don't give a fuck really <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> uh, you know we, we've been linked with him he was a he his first game first game in a tournament he plays against Brazil right um Thought he did okay. He wasn't spectacular. Uh, second game, he was pretty good actually. I thought he, you know, and the thing I like about him is he's really vocal and he's he's an organizer at the back. He is the leader at the back, mm. and I think of all the characteristics that Brendan's looking for for a centre half, mm. 
that's the big one that he wants them to be able to organize and to be able to to uh, coordinate the back four. The other person who I don't think we've been overtly linked with, but I, oh, I think has had a you know pretty good tournament so far is Griezmann from uh, mm. France. Yeah, that wasn't all. Over, oh wasn't my yeah. god, I'd, uh, we should be all over that. Just just Absolutely two just two things that. there. Listen, I, I know we haven't necessarily been overtly linked with, um, or we have been overtly linked with with players, but it's been a lot of speculation on Twitter by mm. people who, frankly, probably don't have a clue. They're just they're just speculating and, and having a guess and yeah. hoping that the rumor takes off. More so popular get, rumors, so they can get lots yeah. of retweets. Yeah. And favourites yeah. and whatever it may be, but you know the truth is, you said there, Trev, um, realistic targets. Yeah, you know when I said Muller or Sanchez or, mm. or that's when you being pessimistic. I know what I you're know, saying, and, yeah, and, yeah. and to me, that's where we have to be now. You know mm. what I mean? Because we've had a few years in the doldrums. Mm. You know what I mean? We're now saying, oh well, you know, the Lovren is the le- Lovren isn't the level that we Lovren should be. Not a guarantee, but it should be like the Ricky Lambert deal. It should be if we want Lovren and we want to pay the money, then he's ours. Yeah. That's that. That should be the approach nearly now. Yeah. You know what I mean? When when we were at the height of our our pomp in the in the Benitez era, hmm. if we'd had the money, we'd have signed David Silva. We'd have signed. You know what I mean? The, the who, other, who are the great at the, at, at, of the time? Yeah, the you, you, you yeah, know what I mean? Time. The Aguero. You know what I mean? Those players that were you know really just about to hit the very peak of their career. We'd have signed them if we'd had the money and the backing to do it at the time. And we're back. We're back there now, in my opinion. Being back in Champions League and with a manager that players have to be looking at the way we play football. I don't care whether you're in La Liga, whether you're in Serie A, whether you're in the Bundesliga. You have to be looking at the way Liverpool are playing football. The thing with Lovren for me, though, is like I'm looking at him and I didn't see anything in the games that Sacco hasn't done in the game that he played for France. Or I haven't, I'm I'm looking at him and I know people aren't his biggest fan, but when I look at Lovren, I'm looking at Agger. You know what I mean? I'm looking at the same level of player. So I, I, I don't see the step up that we're talking about that's going to you know come in and solidify his place in the first team mm. necessarily and who represents that is it someone of the standard of Varane who might yeah, like, yeah for yeah. me I'm saying like right, if we're going to replace somebody in the back four um, and it's it, you know we've already got Saka who were, who's probably going to be the, the, the starting left centre back because you know given who he is and, and the amount of money we spent on it and it's then who's going to play alongside him mm. is it going to be Skirtle and we've all said throughout the year that you know the partnership didn't seem to function well mm. so then you're looking at okay who's the most impressive right centre backs that you've seen in, in the actual tournament and that's what I was sort of saying right, if Lovren comes in it's just another of the same that we have mm. we don't you don't need to sell he's either. a left centre back well unless he he's plays Lovren right centre back but he, Lovren's played all his games at left centre back. No, no, no. I but he has so. played some. He has played at right centre. I know, but he, he is mainly, and even at Southampton, he mainly played at left centre back. So, so I'm, I'm saying, my thing on it is that who are we looking at, and who are we linked with that's actually going to improve mm. what we have? And that's why when when I'm starting talking about Sanchez, Sanchez would improve the squad. You know, we've been linked with Pedro. I don't think Pedro is going to improve our squad. In fact, I don't think Pedro will do well in no. in, in the I Premiership. I don't get that anymore no. because he was even lightweight in the World Cup. I don't like. think the Pedro link. He's is a real. bojan. That's yeah. that's, yeah. that's exactly is, to me bojan. what he is. You know, and I think he's a, he's a quality player in the Barcelona setup. Mm. But we don't play like Barcelona. Mm. Yeah, we play more but, like a German side than we do play like Barcelona. And Pedro wouldn't get into the German side the way they play. Yeah, I mean, at the end of the day, if who he wants and it is. Lovren, then yeah. sign Lovren. Yeah. If who he wants is Lalana, then sign Lalana. Yeah. Because I would rather he sign players that he played than sign players who sit on a bench and don't do anything. Mm. And on the right up right centre back piece, Varane aside, right? I there's no obvious candidate for me. And I don't think, I, you know, I'm the one saying we should sign Mullers or we should sign Benzema's or whatever. <laughs> I don't think Varane is actually a, a viable opportunity for us because no, the point is Benzema 
you know, if they go and sign a world-class striker, it's not Bale or Ronaldo is going to fall the victim there. I think it's going to be probably Benzema. So all of a sudden you're signing that player that's not quite getting in at first. Same with Muller. You know, he's played, what, 25, 30 games? I know that's how Guardiola has done his squad. Not Most players haven't played 40 games this season. But yet again, it's a player that's not a guaranteed name on the but team he, sheet. He, he starts in all the big games for Bayern Munich. So like, I, I, I don't see... Plus they've lost Man Dusic now. Yeah, so and I think Muller is... But they've gained... They've gained Lewandowski. Yeah, so yeah but I still think Muller plays in the tree behind him because they know what Muller brings, intelligence, and he can play across that front tree and he just scores goals. From I, I, can't, I can't see Bayern Munich letting Muller go. No, neither, neither can I. I can see them letting Cruz go, but I can't see them letting Muller go. But going back to the right centre-back, mm. right? So, who uh, else? Who, is who else? Varane. Yeah, right, yeah. apart from Varane, who, who's out there that we go, that is, that's a, that's a great right centre-back? Gary Mattel. Yes, <laughs> well, I buy, buy him for the midfield, and he's I a genuine, and, and he's not. mad. I would not. Yeah, you, you're he's a fan, aren't you? I'm a huge, I'm a huge camps. fan of Medel. And I think he's brilliant at right centre back for Chile. What would we do What's with him? What's brilliant though? about him? He got out jumped by a shrew. <laughs> Tim Cahill out jumped him and planted a header. In fairness, Tim Cahill would out jump probably most lads with a lad on the shoulder. Seriously, are there any realistic targets? Well, it goes back to the point we were making. No, but if, right? we're the defending in a World Cup is terrible. Yeah, but yeah. we're talking about players we were linked with as yeah. opposed to, you know, just picking out random players off yeah. the opposition. So, like, you look at Shakiri. Shakiri hasn't had a good World Cup oh, for, yeah, for yeah. Switzerland. Mm. But I would still sign him because oh of because of the... No, you can't judge a player on a because World Cup. Because you've seen what he's done before. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And, like, this is what... People also get lulled into this this romance yeah. of the World Cup. Oh, Remember sudden, fucking football, Sally yeah. fucking Joe and El Hadji Juff yeah, yeah. Listen, and, 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 what, and what they did when yeah. they came. And Let's be honest. If you were looking at this World Cup not knowing who Cristiano Ronaldo was, you'd go, he's a bag of shit. You know what I mean? Like, And lots of players that yeah. have been like yeah. that like you know that, what so I mean like, like Guero you again, would never but, sign Sergio Guero you'd say look at that lazy cunt there's no way I want him near my team yeah but at, at the same time we're talking about who of the players that, that we're linked with mm. who have stood out and in reality very few of them have yeah, mm. and, I, and that's that's. But that's the truth. The very few players have stood out. Mm. So yeah. you know what I mean. Even if we'd been linked with some of the absolute top talent in in Europe. They still haven't stood out in this. Well, the very fact that Messi was in the talk there, the conversation for who might be the best player in the World Cup, simply because he scored two effective goals. And well, I, I don't think end. he has been before. But the World Cup is not a scouting yeah. forum, right? No. That's the reality of it. Mm. Which it goes, it goes back to what Steve say: just sign a player as Rogers once. I don't think his mind is going to change either way based on what happens in the World Listen, Cup. Listen, the fact that he's on home he knows he bird rather exactly. than that in Rio, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Is yeah. or, or was anyway? Says in itself that yeah. that he's not that bothered. By he knows who he wants. I'd say we've got Plan A, which which is Suarez staying and we've got plan B which is Suarez going and I yeah. think that he's very I would imagine he's very very clear uh, on what he wants and the club should back him and we can everyone can have an opinion but I guarantee you nobody has seen these players more than the professional scouts who work for for the club very who sensible. made a decision that and Brendan Rodgers being, exactly. being the man how exactly. meticulous he is in his preparation exactly. he, he has to have seen whatever's come his way and 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 absolutely drilled into yeah. that speak to me Phil about the uh, about uh, Messi's um, countryman um, Maradona the ah, Maradona Diego <laughs> and uh, and uh, the things yeah, he's go. been coming out with. What 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 are you? What's your take on? Oh uh, well, it started off after the Costa Rica match when uh, he slaughtered FIFA for drug testing seven of them, mm. saying that they were picking on the on the Costa Rican team and picking on the smaller teams and the whole lot. Um, then I can't remember what the guy's name, who's the head of the Argentinian FA, said that Maradona was a jinx to Argentina on the back of uh, Maradona left before Messi scored the winner mm. against Iran. 
And um, <laughs> what's his relationship like with your man Sabella? Oh, they get Is on, it bad? Who with the, with the manager? Yeah. Well, Maradona thinks he should be managing the Argentinian team. Right, he yeah, said it before yeah. the World Cup as well. So, like you know, this this Argentine team would win the World Cup if I was manager for them. So he, he like definitely, the last time, like yeah. the last. Time. <laughs> I mean, like, that was terrifying to watch. I think Diego's back on the gear. To be <laughs> honest, <with you. laughs> but he came. He was on Venezuelan television. <laughs> <laughs> and um, there was a comment put I guarantee was, it the, the bird that was show, on right? they said um, they said so how do you respond to being a jinx <laughs> and he just gave the finger to the camera oh, says, I give that to the fucking Argentinian FA <laughs> that was it really? yeah uh, Maradon's on fire for this World Cup I'd love to see him imagine him in the studio with, on RT or something it'd be fucking brilliant is, is the Argentinian Dunphy like if, uh, if you just kind of if you, if you don't you take him with a pinch of salt he's just yeah. great to watch like, uh, just, well, where's, where's Pele why isn't Pele coming out with an odd little shout? Like, I mean, Homeland and all the rest of it. What's going on? Pele is just a soundbite. You know what I mean? And there's nothing. But wouldn't you imagine he'd be rolled out? Well, he's a bit? not actually that. I say, um, you know, take this with a pinch of salt. But he's not the most popular Brazilian player. Like, I read a great article. I think it was in the Guardian or something. That if you were to go to different parts of Brazil and ask him who the best player, you know, in the history was. None of them would say Pele. All right, they'd okay. say Garincha or they'd say Jairzinho or they'd say Zico, depending on which part of the country they went to. Mm. You know, so he's more very respected. It's parochial. It is very parochial. So if you go to, uh, whereas outside of Brazil, mm. you know, Pele's kind of a bit of a spokesman for FIFA, but inside Brazil, he's not really that much of a figure. It is a shocker not to see him do right, it. Yeah. Yeah. I think he'll be there though. Wait till the final. As soon as, 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 as Blatter starts appearing, uh, Pele will yeah, start appearing. Exactly. Through like, Dave's whole piece, there, I've got a whole little Skinner and Badil thing going on in my head, just going Pele's a cunt, Pele's a cunt. I just wanted to do a little backlap for for Dave while he told that story with with that scene in the background. My favorite Maradona quote was uh, when they asked him about uh, Messi versus Neymar and he said uh, well Messi's better than Neymar sorry uh, Neymar's the new Pele uh, and Messi's the new Maradona and just like I was better than Pele Messi's better than Neymar job done job done <laughs> Pele's every bit as arrogant as Maradona whereas Mar- Maradona's just like he, like he has this kind of larger than life kind of aura about him but Pele like you, you listen to him talk and it's unbelievable just the, like the regard he holds himself it's in. remarkable and, and like it's it's yeah. it's pure like uh, do you reckon anyone could be at your level oh no no I was Clearly a one off fuck off <laughs> absolute shithouse he refers to himself in the third person yeah I yeah, no, yeah, yeah. when he's talking about himself sometimes he says uh, you know people think could they be like Pele but, like, but, but Pele like says you. no. <laughs> <laughs> okay, look, it would be remiss of us not to speak about England to some extent or other. Um, we have a round of applause for England, lads. The delusion continues. The delusion continues. I'm standing against this. Uh, but why? I like. I mean, look, they're out. Are you surprised? I'm really, really disappointed. I'm disappointed too. Like, I'm genuinely... No, no, no. Like, I, I'm on record saying I wanted them to get through. Oh. And I cheered when Sturridge scored, but I also I cheered when the opposition scored because I'm a bit psychotic why? like that. Why did you want them to win it? Because I really, really like them and they're the no, team that I'm I sorry, I'm sorry, Steve. What, what overrides this whole, whole thing... Prick. <laughs> <laughs> what, what overrides this whole fucking thing with England is Hodgson. Now, you can't get, you can't escape it. You can't get I away can. from it. You can't mm. get away from the fucking delusion of the English press. You can't get away from the excuses that are already putting out for the cunt. You know, this man is an abhorrence in football. I don't hate Hodgson. Oh, he's a fucking wanker and he needs to be you sent off to no, the Amazon I to don't. be fucking lost. Did I, did, did, did I hate Hodgson 
when he was at Liverpool? Yes. Did mm. I want him out of the club? Mm. Yes. Did I give a fuck about Roy Hodgson and his life before Liverpool? No. Do I give a fuck about Roy Hodgson and his life after Liverpool? No. But that's a con- so, that's a that that's, that doesn't so I nothing him. That doesn't fit with your with your theory about wanting to see England do well. So surely then, if they've got this, I don't care about Fabio nuts. Capello either. You know what I mean? But I still wanted them to do well when he was managing them. Same with Sven Goran Eriksson. I don't give a shit about the. I know, managers. but your your team, your chosen team, have got this absolute impediment leading them. Yeah. Do you absolutely. understand what I'm saying? So, yeah. and like, I'm, I mean, I'm disappointed by that, but yeah. this isn't. Nobody at this table is hating Hodgson because he's leading England out of the World Cup. Let's call a spade a spade here. You're all hating Hodgson because you all think he's a cunt and hate him from his time as Liverpool. Well, it's, yeah, it's what that's he, that's not why I dis, dislike him. I dislike him because I think his, he's outdated with his tactics. I, actually, I don't even dislike him. I just nothing him. You mm. know what I mean? If he mm. if he dropped dead tomorrow, I wouldn't give a shit. You know what I mean? I, genuinely, it wouldn't bother me in the slightest. But I really am disappointed that England have gone out and I thought they should should mm. and could have done better. Anyone else in the room agree with, with, with Steve Waller? I know I well, do I, to I'm an extent. Uh, I don't hate Hodgson for taking England out of the World Cup. I love Hodgson for taking England out of the World <laughs> Cup. Are you delighted they're gone? Of course I am. Genuinely? Yeah, but well, would you, why would I? Why would I well, not I'm Irish. I, I see your point. But would yeah. you would you not like to have seen the the the, the, the sideshow go on? No. Well, no. I mean, I, I don't think there's a, first of all right. That there's a couple of things here. There's no correlation between how Liverpool players do with England and how they do with Liverpool, right? So this theory that we should want Liverpool players to do well with England because they'll bring it back to their clubs is nonsense. We won three European Cups between 1977 and 1984 and England were fucking awful, right? So there's no there's no correlation between Liverpool players doing well with England and Liverpool players doing well at home. The second thing is as well, just read any article, any article that's been written in the last month about England and the World Cup, either before they went or while they were there or since they've come back, and the level of delusion that they they have around, in both directions. So before the World Cup, they started to build up to the fact that they could get to a semi-final. Alan Shearer, you know, I, mm. you know, if we got a bit of luck, we'd get to a semi-final. Now they're out of the World Cup, all of a sudden, all these players are terrible. The players aren't good enough. I read an article today that, you know, the bottom line, they finished, the bottom line is the players gave their all, but they're not good enough. I'm sorry, right? But that team that he put out against both Italy and Uruguay, mm. that's, a, that's a very, very good team. That's a very good team yeah, full is, of very good players. Is there perspective to the articles that you're reading? Is it Alan Shearer saying they can get to the semi-final and then Alan Shearer saying the players aren't good no, enough? No, no. So like that's, a, that's like saying I read an article from this Italian fella who said Hitler was fucking grey crack. And then they lost the war and this other Italian fella wrote this article and said Hitler was an awful bollocks. You know what I mean? Listen, that, that's a, a, Sarah Palin, a Sarah Palin once said, I read all the magazines, right? Yeah. I, get a, I get my news from a wide variety of sources, okay? You know, I don't just read Alan Shearer. He just happens to be the first thing I read. <laughs> I, no, I just, I actually felt that this is the first tournament in a long time that the English media didn't overhype. But Hodgson's done that, right? He brought that's, it all the way him. down. Yeah, that's him. And then they started to build He was up. right to bring it all the way down. They, they they lost Italy, right? Yeah. They played well. Which they were for, unlucky to do. Hang on a minute. They played well for 40 minutes out of his two-year tenure, mm-hmm. right? And in every single article I've written... Well, that's not true. They didn't play well for 40 minutes out of his two-year tenure or else they wouldn't have qualified. 
Okay, let me rephrase it then. They played attacking football for 40 minutes. Well, who says attacking football is the right football? But that's what they're writing about him. That's what I, you've asked me which articles I'm mm. reading. Every article says that he's got England on the right path and he's playing attacking football and giving youth a chance, which is bollocks. Except, yeah, exactly. Because at the heart of that central thesis is something very wrong. And it touches back on what I was trying to say earlier on, but uh, Casey started getting... Here, here's my final point, sorry. If Ireland went to a World Cup, the Republic Holy fuck, Ireland, I'm, I'm after getting interrupted now by him and by you. <laughs> if the Republic of Ireland went to a World Cup with a manager I'd say Travis Tony had taken it to a World Cup yeah. and you lost your first two group games and were uh, awful everyone in it, everyone so would, you mean the like, last major championship right? we went to with Trapattoni then you're telling me there wouldn't be a debate about whether he should lose his job and there wouldn't well, be an over would. but there's not about Hodgson that's because the chief of the chief executive of the FA but that's John Delaney wrong. did the exact same thing but John Delaney came out and backed uh, um, Trapattoni after the Euros, did he not? And, and then Trapattoni okay? got the fucking bullet. Mm. You know what I mean? But my, my point it's, is that... No, I, I, I'm not saying it's okay. What I'm saying is that you, you've said that all the articles you read beforehand were all building them up. And then all of the articles that you've read since... Um, are shooting them down. Now, I've read a lot of articles. That but it's, were, it's not shooting the Hodgson down. It's shooting the I'd players st- down. I yeah. stand by that. The, 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 the players are getting it full, full in, the, in, the, in, the, in the face. Whereas Hodgson's In reality, it's, it was a tactical failure. They, co- they couldn't... They, Italy adapted their game to counteract what England tried to do with them. Yeah. England did nothing. No, England should have gone out. Like they, they, He half-arsed it. Yep. He half-arsed it. They he, tried, press. he put the Liverpool personnel in place and he fucked up because he didn't have two screeners in front of Gerrard, which is what we've had when we were good. He had one. Mm. And it was a fucking But then he shouldn't have shambles. put the Liverpool players in place. But this is the, at the heart of why he's so very useless. Hmm. I mean, he is absolutely... I'm not, say, I'm not sitting here arguing. Like, the question was, are we glad that they're going out of the World Cup? I just said no, I wasn't. I was very, very disappointed. Look, Steve, I'll, I'll, I'll be, I'll be straight with you. This, this was the first tournament where, if had you removed Hodgson, I would have liked England to do well in. Straight up. Yeah. And right. But I could not... I, I, I couldn't sit, foresee any set of circumstances that England were going to do well in this tournament. And I thought they'd struggle to get out of the group. And it's fucking proven rightly because we all know we've sat through Hodgeball. We've sat yeah. through what the chap, the chap is a spoofer. Mm. He manages by media, right? Whatever the media rec- recommends he should do to the team, he goes and does. Then the media do not have any backlash against him because he's done exactly what they said. If they were then to come out and criticise Hodgson for doing the things that they thought should have been done, they're in, inherently criticising themselves and they won't. Because they're all vain bastards. The Henry Winters, the fucking Martin Samuels, the whole lot, they know the game better than anyone else in, in their mind. Mm. So when they're putting the stuff out and then Hodgson is following what they thought should have been done, they will not then come back out and criticise because they're criticising themselves and they're also putting themse- their own knowledge of the game down. And this boy, this sim is the symptomatic problem with Hodgson as a football manager is he has no testicles, he has no fucking, he has, he, he That's goes That's a on, proven fact, actually. <laughs> <laughs> you may as well put the, fe- the stretcher, the carry the physio off mm. in the dugout mm. once that whistle went because in game management is abysmal his whole management is abysmal because he doesn't manage he listens to what everyone else says he should do and he follows that which is why Paul it's a wonderful thing that he's got these two more years isn't it I mean there's there's a lot of well, fun yeah, to be had here I was conflicted about England going out there's the Liverpool yeah. angle obviously I wanted uh, 
you know the Liverpool lads have you know a better crack at the tournament mm. but like I do enjoy I enjoy, up to a point I really do enjoy the Hudson Sideshow mm. it's just like you know when they now that obviously they kind of shit hit the fan they, they got knocked out it just it goes back to you know what we had to put up with when he was Liverpool manager where oh it's it's absolutely everybody's fault except Hodgson like mm. this is the start like I remember after uh, Euro 2012 it was sort of um Oh, no fuck that that doesn't matter like mm. you know Hudson came in and he didn't have much time to prepare World Cup 2014 that's where it's at that's, that's what we're building it, yeah. towards here yeah, yeah, yeah. and then like as soon as that was gone oh no 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 World Cup 2016 like, <laughs> like this is this will just go on for as long as Hudson is alive like, yeah. he, like when the turn comes on Hudson I am going to fucking glory in the turn because well, I think it'll happen before Christmas it won't the wonderful thing about it is right and they've only got to finish running is that when people look mm. back at what the journalists have said, right, in, in, in the English journalists particularly in this, mm. they're just going to laugh at the, at the fucking, the, the two-facedness, the xenophobic way that they've carried on because if that was Fabio Capello, if that was Fengor and Ericsson, and Ericsson said it himself, Ericsson got them to a quarter-final and he was, he was fucking lifted Lombastic, from height. They, yeah, had, yeah. they had pictures of him being torn into, uh, into vegetables. Yeah, you know, look at Graham yeah. Taylor, look at what they did to Steve McLaren, yeah. right? And all of these lads that that, that that were there, they weren't the best bu- best of buddies with the press the way Hodgson is. And no, Hodgson no, no. is getting a, is getting a free that, ride because it's, of that. It's the English guys you gotta that, that make the real comparison. Like you said, Graham Taylor was a turnip, mm. right? Uh, uh, McLaren was the Wally with the Brawley, right? They got fucking hammered. Yeah. Right? But Hodgson, no. Hodgson's in the inner circle. He's in that Fleet Street. Uh, you know accepted there is a genuine uh, piece you know that I am disappointed about which is the Gerard angle Mm. you know I think that the way he's been hung out to dry Dave is disgusting disgusting. it's 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 fucking disgusting and the fact that his manager hasn't come in and absolutely hammered that down but he never will because he loves throwing fuckers under the bus yeah listen I've met he was poor though he was poor, but, but he, he was, was poor because he, he of was, Hodgson. I think he was hung out to dry. No, he wasn't poor because of Hodgson. It, the system, Steve. I think the, the, the system same thing here, The system doesn't stop kicking a ball to the fucking player that you're with. No, but in fairness, that's that's just the point I was making earlier on. I think he was hung out to dry with the fact that he he didn't have that structure. Look, the reality is, right, we, you know? we can argue about whether it was Hodgson or whether it wasn't or whatever. Jared did have a poor tournament. The thing I'd say is that Stephen Jared is probably the best footballer that England have had in the last 10 years. Take it all together, right? The entire package. Probably the, the best footballer they've had. And he's going to go out like this. So I'm a little bit disappointed about that for him because I think he genuinely looked, like, disappointed, you know, to, to be going out. Of course he was, yeah, no, of course he was disappointed. My, my point is, right, Pandeli, right? Take it that he's a poor in-game manager. He's not, but let's just take it that he is. Do you think that Pirlo with the level of experience and quality that he has, stands by and, you know, plays his game specifically to the way he's being told? Or do you think he adapts his game, watching how the match is going on, with the level of knowledge and experience that he has, and tries to rectify the situation himself? Okay, I'm not talking about being Johnny Big Balls and Johnny Bravo, you know, a la Gerrard versus uh, Chelsea. But when you've got okay. Danny Welbeck out in one wing and Ray, Wayne Rooney running around not sure what he is in the other wing I, I and, and Henderson on his own in front of you, you're in trouble, aren't you? You've got some yeah. managers who let you do that. Yeah, exactly. other managers that don't. Exactly. No, one, no manager can stop you when you're on the pitch. The only thing he can do is take you off. So this is my point. This is where... Or they tell the players to do the opposite of what you're telling them to do. But I'm not even talking about what you're telling other people to do. I'm talking about what you do yourself. How you change your own positional sense in the game. Stuff like that. I'm just saying, 
Unfortunately, I think that is a is a downside to Steven Gerrard and and his game. And, and I think it's a bad. I think that's a bad. And I, I still I still don't, I, I still don't see Gerrard's poorness being changed because he decides on the pitch that he's going to completely he's not going to ch- completely change the shape of, of the English team. But Gerard himself is not going to take it upon himself to say, "Okay, Hendo, you push on and actually play." And as, the point as, is, as he can't. Runner. He that's can't. The point, yeah. Because that, if, if he doesn't take Gerard off, he'll take Henderson off, and he'll put somebody else that'll sit in beside Gerard. Oh, that's, that's, I, I agree one hundred percent. Like you know what I mean? If he wanted to set up the way Liverpool have done, he, he had to play have. the right players. Yeah. And and it's something we spoke about on the pod ages ago in terms of using Lalana for for Coutinho mm-hmm. and and Suarez for or Rooney for Suarez if if he was going to start with Rooney. Okay, I never would have had fucking Danny Welbeck near the team. Okay, no. even even though Welbeck wasn't the worst. To be fair, he actually wasn't the worst. Um, Player playing for them, um, unfortunately, probably one of our own players was. But um, you know, tr- truthfully, you know, if he wanted to set up the way Liverpool have been, but his listen, you can't just decide we're going to set up the way Liverpool do and that's going to work because what you need then is you need Brendan Rodgers and his team sitting on the bench implementing it day in day out in training and pre game, you know, planning and everything like that. And unfortunately. Steve Peters is decent, but he's, <laughs> he, yeah. he doesn't have the ability to turn Roy Hodgson into Brendan Rodgers. So, uh, I've seen him getting hammered as well, Steve, yeah. poor old Steve. Oh, well, he's, he got a lot of credit, so now he's taking a bit of the flack yeah, as well. Course, you yeah. know? But he's not quite Eileen Drury, like, to be fair. <laughs> um, Paul, uh, Steve kind of touched on it there about um, underperforming Liverpool players, and I don't think even Roy Hodgson could be deluded enough to think that his right back had a good tournament, could he? So far, yeah, anyway. It's uh, what we expected basically mm-hmm. from Johnson. Um, like, well, <laughs> it's what he did basically all season. Yeah. Just hesitant on the ball, like just awful defensively. Like, he actually got the assist for Rooney's goal, didn't he? Yeah, which, which was, was good. Like, well, that was kind of like Rooney against Italy, where he was absolutely awful, but kind of came up with a, mm-hmm. an assist for them. But yeah, it's like there was. There, there was no surprise there at all, really. Like you could, you could say like you maybe expected Gerrard to do better, but like you weren't expecting Glenn Johnson to be like yeah. any better at all. Yeah. He, he was just Glenn Johnson. He just yeah. he, he Johnsoned it basically. He Johnsoned it. Well, Phil, you you touching this early on that we're we're looking around. I or maybe it's just me, but I've been actively looking around right back, going, Jesus Christ, who can we get? Who can we get? Looking at this thing as if it's like a, a sales room, you know, yeah. and. Is there, is there anyone standing well, there? I tell you straight off, like I, I'd be looking at Debussy off front. Yeah. 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 Do you know what I mean? Yeah, if, if, if you if, twice, he's been excellent. If you want to look at the way we expect our fullbacks to play, he plays exactly that way. He bombs on um, and he's a he's a good attacking fullback. Mm. He's what Glenn Johnson is set out to be. Mm. Um and he's got his premiership experience as well, if you want to think if if you want to look at that one. Mm. Um and I think he would fit naturally into that in, in into our side. What what annoys me about the Johnson thing is that again people are bang on oh it's bad form or like the 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 opening goal for Suarez the the header right Cavani comes inside and Johnson just backs off and backs off and backs off and backs off and backs off Cavani's able to get about five touches look up see the run of Suarez and float a a, a, a chipped cross to the back post. But he should never have even been able to look up. No. It's phenomenal execution because he's had five touches yeah. and a look. And he's see the run. I'd, I'd have a chance at fucking pinging in a decent ball myself yeah, yeah. With, with, a, with that much yeah. time on the ball. For a start, ball, you know? a, a fullback should not be allowed <laughs> letting him come in that far. 
He's nearly in at the D when he plays the yeah, fucking... Yeah, he is, yeah. He's inside, he's inside the 18 in terms... Yeah. Well, not inside the 18, but he's... Inside the 18-yard space, if you know what I mean. Well, you're not having flashbacks watching that. Yeah. I was just going, oh, like, fucking hell. But here's the thing, him, lads. For all the good things with, with Brendan Rodgers, if we start the season with Glenn Johnson as our first choice... And that right looks foot, like a blind spot. It's a massive, yeah. massive fault. And I, I honestly think, like... I know John Johnson has this reputation as an attacking fullback, mm. but I honestly think Flanagan's better, better on the ball than him. Like, braver, yeah. anyway. Yeah, he's... Like massively underrated. How many times does he get the ball and he stands still and kind of like there, there's a pass on and he's looking at it and he's uh, gonna uh, oh I don't uh, I don't know about that <laughs> Minule you have it like, yeah. like and it's, he it's, does the Carraga put the foot on the ball turn back and pass it back Dither, yeah. goalkeeper thing yeah. I mean I, I completely I, I I never I wasn't as bad on Johnson as you were last season <laughs> I never you know I never kind of got as wound up about it but two things he looks too big for his body. Like, you know, to be a fullback. He's bulked up so much. I think he's bigger than Skirtle, you know, mm. if you look at mm. the actual mm. mass that he's carrying, which means he's not nimble enough to go in and nick a ball off. No, a, nimble off is not a, a word that comes to mind. Off an attacker. And uh, my other th- I, I think Johnson's going to go. Like, I think he's a uh, last week of the window. We've played our first game. Flanagan started right back, and perhaps we signed another right back, and that's the message. Fuck well, off. That's that's the worry himself. though that we don't sign another right back, and he goes in the last week of the window, and then you're thinking, right, John Flanagan and Martin Kelly or Andre oh, Wisdom. Oh. I think there's an argument if you sign Marino or an attacking left back mm. that you can probably have a slightly less attack, like we did last season, where we had, mm. in theory, an attacking right back and Flanagan <laughs> as a defensive left back. I think that you could probably start with Flanagan or Wisdom at right yeah. back yeah. if you sign Marino. My, on the left. my worry, my worry is that Flanagan doesn't have the same level of season that he had, you know. Yeah, yeah, drop off. Yeah, which is, and you know what? Same with Sterling. There's nothing wrong if that happens for the no. age that he is. What's he? Twenty two, twenty three. That that's okay. Hey, Sterling, that, no, um, Flanagan's twenty two most. Twenty two is yeah. he? Uh, Max, uh, Max. Okay, so so it just feels like he's been around. Yeah, Youngs, you yeah. know. Um, but in terms of that's okay if he has a little drop off, that's fine. It's not fine if he's our first choice rifle. Mm. You know what I mean? And mm. that's that's what you have to remember. Sterling became a fixture in the first eleven because he played himself in at the start of last it was season, November. Wasn't it was, when he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was Hull, I think, wasn't it? it was the first real game back. He didn't have a great game, and then it was Norwich. Oh, Norwich and then Spurs. Yeah. Sorry, yeah, yeah, that's right. He got the tap in against Norwich. Exactly. That's yeah. that seems to change his whole season. Yeah, and then and then he played Spurs as well. But in in that short period of time. But what I'm saying is he didn't start the season with Rogers thinking he's part of my first team plans. Mm. Yeah. And Rogers ultimately nearly has to start the season with with the same approach to Flanagan. You know, mm. If he plays his way in, or if he's if he keeps his place, brilliant. You yeah. know, whoever we sign, let them sit on the bench. I don't care because there'll be enough games to give each of them mm. games. Mm. But the truth is. He, in my in my opinion, he can't be our first choice rifle. Flanagan, the worry about it is though, I think that if 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 we're saying Flanagan's not going to start, that I I worry that he'll stick with Johnson because he, yeah, he too much change. So our own uh, home homegrown uh, sorts uh, sort of lads that you know we've had a lot of good kids coming through. Mm. And in fairness, McLaughlin didn't was it's two pre seasons ago he went to America and 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 did really again. Okay. I, I, I think he goes on loan for a full season. Yeah, it's too early for I him. Think we, we definitely need a, a senior right back. Anyway. Yeah, absolutely. Or one one senior fullback at least to even free up someone to play at right back. Yeah. I think like Johnson. I think for us, it's he's almost got this kind of like man like status where we think he's never going to be gone away like we're going to go to bed every fucking night <laughs> Johnson's going to be in the wardrobe or he's going to be under the bed grabbing at her feet like I, I don't th- I don't think he's going to be here I think like realistically QPR he has to go I, th- I, know, I, th- I, think, I think Johnson stays and I think because the if, if, if the talk about his contract is right he's on a reduced wage for the last year of his contract yeah so and they keep him 
purely for that reason they see him as, as a senior fullback and it's up to somebody like John Flanagan or whoever it is to push take him yeah, to push him out mm. which that's worrying I do think you're just afraid we're never going to get rid of Johnson though. no I, I, <laughs> and listen I, 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 genuinely right I know we come in here and we've given out about him probably on about 106 of the 39 podcasts that we've done <laughs> but you know it's because you're seeing the same things over and over again Um and that becomes frustrating. Like, and even when you're looking at a World Cup, you're looking at the same player do the exact same things over and over again, and you're just looking going, am I the only person that's, that's seen this? Yeah. Like, it's, it's, that, it's that Einstein's theory of insanity, isn't it? Yeah. Doing the same thing over and over again yeah. and expecting it to be but different. It to be if different, someone you know? said to you that for Uruguay's opener, Cavani will cross it and Suarez will head it in, you go, I think I have an idea what. <laughs> 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 it's like Cavani got the ball out near the left and he was given as long as he would fucking it, wanted would to would cross it. Would I be writing Cavani <laughs> being out on you the right just, side of England? <laughs> <laughs> but but the, the good news about Johnson staying is we'll always have an agenda item for the pot. There you go. You know, we'll always yeah, have it's something 15 to talk about. minutes a week guaranteed. If Johnson stays, exactly. It's the Johnson corner. <laughs> Let's talk about him. Uh, well, given that, okay, what about that, you? That, that should actually be next season's one. If Johnson stays, it, rather than having the happiness index, it should be the Johnston in the, <laughs> the Johnson index. What yeah. level is Johnson? Depending on how much he's fucking annoyed us on a Saturday or Sunday, <laughs> it's how we feel on a Monday for the pod. Uh, how are we feeling that Johnson and his buddies are going to be probably, well, definitely now going home early and escaping? I think, I think it, I it's think a it's good sign for us a, really. a bit like the Spanish players going, going back yeah. early as well I think yeah. it, it, it gives us you know a, a bit extra in terms of our preparations and all in pre-season and that can't yeah, be a bad thing gives, Rogers doesn't have to give them that wanky two weeks off at it's, the the end, the same, it's the same it's the same I know it's next to annoying what we're talk about because we can't ignore it in terms of all the speculation that's going on but it's the same thing that if Italy win tonight and Uruguay are out I, I reckon we'll see a resolution to the Suarez thing in terms of some real you know information coming out whether a bid's going to happen yeah. Are not going to happen, mm. um, happening sooner rather than later because I can't see us wanting to, and it, 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 it's like everyone is in the same boat in this, wanting this to drag on. Um, no. Although, if, if Madrid are, are the real suitor that's in here, then it will drag on because that's Madrid's way. Basically, they look to offload players before they bring bring Suarez in, as they did with Bale last season. Mm-hmm. Um, because mm-hmm. Well, there was an article in the Echo today, it may as well have been an open letter from John yeah. Henry. I mean, it was basically. What was the gist yeah. of it, Dave? Well, basically, it was saying. They don't want to sell him. Mm-hmm. He's given no indication that he wants to go. Uh, but the money involved to sign to sign him would be. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but the money involved to sign him would be uh, double what Arsenal bid last summer. So you're talking about eighty, yeah, 80 million, million, whatever right. it is, and. There's Barcelona and Real in for him, and we're talking to Barcelona about Alexis Sanchez. So yeah. that was basically. So to sum it up, we don't want to sell him. He hasn't told us he wants to go. But if he does want to go, he's going to have to pay a fuck ton of money. Plus, we're talking to this really sexy player who we think will come in and uh, yeah. take over from him. I, I think, I, I think I read the article as well. And it was probably the most open thing we've read on any speculation yeah. from the English press on, on a Liverpool transfer story this year. In, 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 because, again, as Dave said, it sets out more or less what the fee would have to be. Mm-hmm. And it also sets out some of the conditions that... Um, both the player and the club would have to be happy with the, the, the clubs that are coming in from. Yeah. So it's more or less saying, look... We did put a real clause into his contract this year. Um, if they meet it, and it's one of those two, it's it's Madrid or Barcelona, or potentially even Bayern Munich. I, Look, I think I think Munich could could be a late bidder in the. There's in no way one. it's not cast iron. There's no way they haven't got it totally nailed down after last summer's messing. You know what I mean? I don't think Munich come in from after signing Lewandowski. I just don't see it. Well, they signed Lewandowski on a free. 
I'm not talking about money. I'm talking about fitting them into the team and into a system. I think you can. All, I think you can fit Suarez into any team in the world. Mm. I think he's that good. Like you're talking, we're talking about one of the three elite <laughs> level players of this generation. And I think because of that, I think. But again, remembering that his agent is, is Glenn Johnson, one of the other two, <laughs> <laughs> and Paul Konchesky. I just want to clarify that. <laughs> so that's a no. Though. Okay. But, you know, given that his brother. Pep Guardiola's brother is oh, Suarez's agent. I thought you meant John Suarez. <laughs> <laughs> is, is Not much of a footballer, but a fucking deadly man to tile your bathroom. <laughs> Juan Suarez's tiles. <laughs> tiling and plumbing. You need tiling and plumbing. Come to Juan Suarez. No, but the, yeah, I, I just think that there could be machinations there. For me, I think an awful lot of the the, the rumours and all that are leaking are potentially even from you know us trying to drive the price up so that it's not just a release clause that you have two teams that are, are, are going in there and we're trying to get the best deal out of it um, I'm for me I, I said it to you guys before I'm still not sold that he'll necessarily want to go I think that he, he's that mad that he may want to stay for one season and play in the Champions League for Liverpool hmm. and then go the following season I think I, I'd be with you on that I, I think he, all, all of the things he said now listen I suppose there wasn't a huge amount of indication up until he bid Ivanovic last year hmm. that he wanted out and then it all kicked off from there but you know, I think he said enough and talking about how much he can't wait to play the European nights at Anfield and everything. listen Footballers talk bollocks yeah. all the time and say yeah. what you know. Uh, you know, I don't necessarily think it's bollocks. I think it's what they're thinking at that very moment in time. But shit changes. You know what I mean? Mm. Like it's, you know, it's like it's like somebody sitting talking. You know, they got a call off a recruitment agent and say, you know what I mean? Oh no, listen, I'm not really looking at the moment. Mm-hmm. And and then the recruitment agent goes, well, listen, it's paying this and it's with this company and it would involve this, this, and this. And they go, oh, well, listen, send me send me yeah. over the spec and I'll have a look. Yeah. And, I, and I know because I do it for a living so yeah, yeah. you know what I mean it's my job to turn people's minds and, and, and mm. whatever so like you know what I mean people don't necessarily have an intention do you know Juan Suarez I do yeah 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 <laughs> he, just, he just did a bathroom from a few weeks ago lovely job unbelievable <laughs> Juan Suarez creme de marfil creme de marfil on the floor oh, unbelievable one thing I want to say about this and it's to do with the money and I, it's something that gets on my absolute wick people talking about money when would you sell what would you sell at? blah 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 at the end of the day, we all just want to watch Luis Suarez playing for Liverpool, don't we? Yeah. And it doesn't really matter a shit. People does can it? have the argument about, you know, if we get this and this. You I know, just want to see him playing for us. Sorry, lads, but like, yeah. at the end of the day, Luis Suarez in your team is uh, 10 times better than Luis Suarez not being in your team. Mm-hmm. Right? Agreed. I, I said I'd take 100 million for him last season when we were on the pod one of the nights just to fucking stir up a that's, debate that's I don't even like know it. if it was on the pod yeah. I think it might have been just in a, in a chat that we were having it was um, just before the ghost poo <laughs> <laughs> but you know the truth is first of all I think Sterling for the whole season rather than for six months replaces some of those goals and some of those assists good right? show. Yeah. yeah. second of all I think signing Sturridge gives me a bit of hope that we can yep. we can buy players who will come in and, and, and do something for us. And then the third thing is we are in a Champions League. We're in yeah. the Champions League. We're a much more attractive proposition. I mean, to your point earlier, I think you said it, the fact that we are even in the conversation for Sanchez, mm-hmm. right, mm-hmm. is encouraging. Now, Sanchez, for me, feels a little bit like, you know, the stalking horse. He's the guy that we're throwing out there, the name that's out there, whereas actually I'd say we've got three or four in our plan. Is he this B. season's Mkhitaryan? 
Well, he's better than a Mkhitaryan. No, but I just mean in terms of the name that was thrown at. Yeah, yeah I think he is. Summer. I think he's the name that people are going, if we lose Suarez, we'll get Sanchez. Whereas mm. I would imagine there's a list of about six or seven players on that. Mm. You know, maybe Isco, maybe Morata from Real Madrid, maybe Rodriguez. You know, maybe there's a couple of the Rouse. Or, you know, yeah. maybe you go to Bayern Munich and you try and get Gotzer out there or whatever the hell. You know, these different players that... The really top that list. end top players. end players. I yeah. I just think Sanchez is just the name because we're dealing with Barcelona. But I, I think he's good enough to come in. Oh, listen like, I, again. I take him to tomorrow. Like, you know, his if, pace if, is frightening as well. If Suarez has mm. to go, that's the that's the type of player who comes in and can slot into the team in the position that Suarez played, which yeah. is which is huge as well because. Our team was set up to get the best out of Luis Suarez and Daniel Sturridge. Now you take Luis Suarez out of the team and do you go back to the drawing board with the formation? You don't really because no. then, then you're shifting everyone around again. I think, like, what, I, think, I, think, I think Sturridge gets you an extra five, eight goals a season without Suarez in the side. Maybe even more. Yeah, yeah, that's interesting because the team shape changes slightly. because team, of, yeah. It becomes less focused around Suarez yeah. and more about Danny Sturridge. Probably yeah. the whole Sorry, team Paul. scores more. Yeah. <laughs> when it comes down to what Suarez, with the numbers he's put out and like the way he fits into our team, like if you lost him, then like they could give us 170 million, and you might still struggle to replace him. Because hmm. like, wait, you obviously we said that there's not going to be a like like no one's going to come in and reproduce what he did no. on their own. You're going to have to try and get it out of two players, and then you're you're coming into like one of them gets injured, one of them's out of form yeah. or whatever. Like hmm. it's it's just like if Suarez plays with us next season, he could hit 40 goals, and like that's just. Like that's what you're looking at trying to replace there. Yeah. Well, we don't think somebody comes in and replaces Suarez. That's the other thing I'd say. You know what I mean? Maybe let's throw a little optimistic slant on it. Well, I, I'm, I'm Maybe not somebody does come in and hit a goal a game next season because of the way we play football and the amount of chances we create. Yeah. Well, Suarez, Suarez didn't well, score a goal again when he, when he landed. So like Sturridge is capable of doing it, but he yeah. won't he won't do it over He'll the amount, the amount well. of matches because of the injuries. So that's why you, I you, think you, if you, you get, get two or three players because you yeah. unlike any other player in the world as well. That's why this is one thing he has over him. He's never injured. Yeah. Even when his knee... Except for that knee operation. <laughs> which, yeah. which, he, which he comes back for after 24 yeah. hours. Yeah. No, no, no. <laughs> so that's I'm, I'm not yeah. even sure Look. he had a knee operation. Not, not even <laughs> <laughs> I reckon they just brought him into hospital yeah. for a lollipop and he rolled out in a wheelchair <laughs> like, with a little sad head and a hoodie on him. Ronaldo has tendonitis or something in his knee and his all strapped up to the whole lot. Somebody operated on Luis Suarez's knee and he just runs out, gets cramp after nine mm. minutes, fuck it, I'll score a header, a did, leaping header. Just, just out of interest, sorry, oh, sorry, did anybody see that cartoon of uh, Suarez versus England? We'll put it up, throw, we'll throw up the link on through the Day Trippers um, Twitter, Twitter feed. feed. Yeah. That's fucking brilliant. <laughs> it's, it's, it's Suarez, you know, just playing, acting the bollocks against Uruguay, you know what I mean? And uh, he scores, he, he goes... Oh, hey Joe, you got too much gel in your hair. And all, <laughs> as he's bearing down on goal, and then all of a sudden Joe Hart still goes, oh, he's crying away, and then he smashes in the goal, and he goes, ha ha, Joe! <laughs> and, then, and then you see him, and he goes, uh, hey Stevie, pass me the ball, pass me the ball, Stevie! And, and Jared turns around, and there's Suarez in the Liverpool jersey. <laughs> and Stevie goes, all right, Louis, he heads the ball onto him, and then he goes, ah, st- stupid Slippy G. <laughs> <laughs> and he turns and smashes it. Oh, it's fucking! It's so funny. It genuinely is brilliant. I get. I have the link to it on the, in, in the WhatsApp. Four putting out the pot. I just throw that out tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, it's really, really good. And so apparently, yeah. there's a ton of them. But go ahead. Make, no, us, make back to a serious point. Well, the other theory. Actually, Paul, Paul was going to make a point. Oh, go on, Paul. <laughs> 
By the way, to all the people listening, it is fucking roasting in Sweating like a glass blower's arse here. We can smell it. Well, the other theory on losing Suarez is you don't replace. Is that you take? Say you get fifty million of Sanchez, you take the fifty million and you upgrade Coutinho and Henderson and get more goals from them because actually that's where our that's where we need to improve because there's no there's no guarantee even if Suarez stays he has the same season next season right there's no you know none of these are guarantees so if you're looking for obvious areas for improvement you, you'd say Coutinho and Henderson's goal return they've got to add five or six goals each mm-hmm. to what they did last season so you go and replace the midfielders uh, the funny thing is I actually think it could be easier to get four or five goals from Henderson than it will be from Coutinho I agree totally. I think Coutinho plays off the cuff he's a probably a harder man to to coach into what you want to do um, and I think Henderson next season you might actually see a better goal return but you uh, clearly need to read more broadsheets because Henderson is shit and Jared is shit and Hodgson is the light <laughs> <laughs> And on that note. <laughs> Finally then some admin. Big shout to Astro Park as ever. If you want to play five or seven side football, this is the place to be. So get on to them and book your game on www.astroparc.ie. There's a scary amount of excellent content currently on the website, including a wonderful look at the Champions League by Connor Thompson and a new one up from Jagdesh Singh on Wednesday. There's also an open letter from David Hartery to Roy Hudson. So get on that and give it a read. And the site, of course, www.lfcdaytrippers.com. We haven't forgotten the best of listeners' questions, and now that Casey's back from his sojourn in Italia, he might bother his arse to actually compile it. So we may or may not record next week, depending on how excited we get and what goes on LFC-wise. Your day trippers tonight were Dave Thomas, Paul Brennan, Stephen Daly, Phil Casey, and myself, Trev Denny. What's that, fella? What? I don't understand that. What does that mean? ICA Tobago. ICA to big what does it mean? It's, it's this. Oh, it's the name of the song. Okay, right, right, right. I thought, thought you were suggesting I say this. No shame. No shame. No shame. Who's that? I said to Pego. I said to Pego. Where do you find this shit? Huh? <laughs> Don't make the donkey. <laughs> okay, are you recording there? I am recording. Turn off your laptop. We're on staycation. I'm on TotalWine.com. They have so many rosés, chardonnays, and proseccos. It feels like a real vacation. Wondrous selection, helpful guides, ridiculously low prices. Total Wine and more. Hey, imagine if all your frustrations about advertising your business could be solved right now. You should know that podcast listeners are more engaged in higher converting than any other advertising medium. So try AdHub today and reap the rewards of Spreaker's self-advertising platform. It makes it as effortless as ever to be heard by thousands, regardless of the listening app they use. Visit Spreaker.com forward slash AdHub. That's S-P-R-E-A-K-E-R.com forward slash AdHub and start using your advertising dollars in an impactful way. Sports Social Podcast Network.